This weather beating. What's coming out of there? Oh, is it still going on? Yeah, you'll hear it in a minute. Let's get over by there. You mean over by this gate? Come on. Oh, upstairs. That sounds just like somebody using a sledgehammer. That would sound like somebody would just uh, uh, working on the uh, the dial of the safe itself, punching it. Oh, punching it. Uh. What did you say, Mac? You still? You think they're still in there? Everything's surrounded here. You're the only one up there, Mac? No, there's a uniform officer up here. Okay. Let's go around the front. Well, Mac Alexander, one of the detectives on the roof, has found the hole which was punched through the roof. He believes that the uh, culprits are still on the inside. We have all four sides of the building surrounded. Also, the roof is pretty well covered now. It's quite a large store here, department store. I believe there are two detectives and two uh, uh, officers covering the roof. We have about ten officers on the outside. Ropes, do you know whether or not the, uh, the owner is on the way? Well, they tried to notify the owner, but apparently they couldn't contact him. So they're going to have to go into the building the same way that the burglars are in there. Where are they? They've got a block from up on top so you can't get in, or what? No, they've got the whole attic up there. Yeah. You've got to get in some way. Yeah, they came down through the roof. Yeah. You need a rope. You, you need a rope to get in from the attic down. How are they figuring to get out of there? Probably going out through that uh, shipping door over on the other end there. It's all covered over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have a... Can't seem to contact the owner. And we have to get us... And we believe, I can see from outside here, the office is on the mezzanine section of the building. No doubt where the safe is. I see a flashlight inside. Probably from our boys. I see somebody now coming through the uh, the mezzanine there. It looks like an officer. Yes, it is an officer. With the rope that we have, we'll be able to drop down inside. And after getting inside, we'll have the doors open, or one of them. Well, we're going to try. I think we can open it from the inside. have a little difficulty there. It's too much of a drop. And he's still lodged on the edge of that uh, overhang. The officer is still trying to get down. Still having to receive the rope from above. I don't think you can make it. That's too much of a drop there. Unless he gets help from someone else in there. 
Christ. Uh, anyway, he was going to try it. And he's lowering himself. If he can get down to that partition there that he can stand on, there's a space of about 10 feet or 8 to 10 feet. He's hanging now. He's pretty close to the edge of that partition. He's on. He's in. He's in. It's tall Jim Marty, one of our patrol officers. Just received his shotgun. He's assisting another officer, his partner, down in. Both of them are inside now. Let's see if we can get their attention open this door. Down here. Here's the manager. Yeah. We have two officers in there now. Just got down in. See there? On the floor now. Is this the uh, your office up there on the mezzanine? Yeah. And is your safe back in that yeah. house? You want to stand by outside? Okay, check everything now. We're inside. What? Yeah, it's open on the other side. On the south side, you can get in. Those are the officers on the outside talking through the door. Check behind everything. Let's go through here. Okay, let's go up by the office. Huh? I don't know yet when we're going up now and check it. Oh, they have somebody in the office, two of them. Yeah, they got them. Oh, you got, where were they hiding? Right in that back room? Now put the cuffs on these fellas. You got any tools around? They're in the room now. Now, where are you from? San Bernardino. San Bernardino? Mm-hmm. What kind of record do you have? None. None? How many times you fall, anyway? Huh? How many times you fell? You know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. You ever been to San Quentin, Folsom, or anything? Never fell in your life, huh? Huh? No. You got no record, nothing. What kind of a car did you use tonight? Didn't have any. We hooked the rides. You hooked the ride with all these tools? Let's go in and check the safe. This is the other one. What kind of record do you have? Not too good. Not too good. Well, what kind of record is that? Robbery. Robbery? And what else? <laughs> how many times? I fell once. We came down I fell twice. Yeah, right. One was juvenile. Well, how old are you now? I'm 23. 23. All this money here, uh, Camper, did you find this on these fellows? Uh, Lopes and I searched this fellow here, and uh, this is what he had in his pockets. Mm-hmm. Just the two of you fellows? 
Well, we got to get us another shake. Right, let's check the safe in here, see what damage they might have done. See, here's a crowbar, rope, brace and bit, small sledgehammer. They have everything. Or they've got part of the safe, which is mounted in a concrete square, half chiseled and broken away. This was probably, and no doubt, where all the uh, noise came from that was heard outside. Gloves, flashlights, cars. Mac Alexander, you and your partner, Zine, heard this as you were going by. Was that it? Making a routine patrol behind these buildings. We heard this uh, pounding noise. We shut off the motor, stopped, listened. It, it kept up, so we called for more squad cars, more assistance. We had to come in through the same hole they put in the roof, drop down on a rope to to get back here to where they were. Here we have about a th three-quarter row, brand new. With it is a knapsack and some clothing, old clothing. You this did is tonight. what they carried their tools in. It's yeah. a, a knapsack. So. Old GI bag. Yeah, here's a drill still in it. That appears to be the drill they used on the roof coming through. Here's some more chisels. Yeah. And a wrench. I guess they were figuring on being here for quite some time. Tonight being Saturday, the place would be closed on a Sunday all day tomorrow, too. Well, they certainly have the tools. We just, uh, just came through. Yeah. You come through this door, Oops. Yes. Where were they hiding, or where were they? One of them was standing just right about, about here, just at the edge of the door, and the other one was behind the door. When I kicked the door, I knocked them both off balance, I guess. Good. Did they threaten you in any manner? No, they came, They put their hands in the air immediately. Good. Well, I knew that this place was surrounded. Uh, Apparently, they had that impression because of all time. the voices and so forth. Yeah. Uh, Did you find anything else on their person? Just that uh, money and roll coins that uh, this party here had on his uh, person. Where did you get this money that was found on you? Uh, out of the cash register drawer. And how about these other uh, uh, drawers around here, the cash registers? I see one drawer is in there where you were working. Where did you get that? Uh, the same one. The same one? Yeah. So how long have you been working on this safe tonight? Nine o'clock. You've been in there for about a, two hours and say two hours and a half, two hours and 45 minutes. Is that right? That's right. Have you ever tried a safe before? No. Why is it that you tried one tonight? Broke. You're broke. Did you plan this with your partner? Hmm? Did you plan this pretty well in advance with your partner here? No, I just met him. I don't know. When did you meet him? Saturday. How long ago? Oh, no, I met him on the road coming up here on the highway. From where? Huh? From where? I've been traveling all over. Well, where did you pick him up or where did he pick I you just up? Met him, I just met him on the highway walking on. Walking? Yeah. Where did you get all these tools tonight? Huh? I had them. You had them? Those are brand new tools. About six months. Those are brand new. They haven't been used. Yes, they have, too. Where'd you get them? I bought them a surplus. Hey, Joe, you want to take this? Uh, you want to take him in? And, uh, Capper, you going to take him in? Right. Okay. An efficient police department must have a high degree of mobility. You noted, I am sure, that in this case, patrol units converged on the scene within a few minutes of the first alarm 
and at least 10 officers were in and around the building. Further questioning of the suspects revealed a third participant outside the building in a car. Although he fled when the officers arrived, he was arrested in Fresno. The three admitted this and several other burglaries and were sentenced to the state penitentiary. Unit 99. 99, go ahead. 924, second floor. 924, second floor. Okay, 99, came in on a 7. I've been expecting that call. We're going to question a burglary suspect. This is the fellow who staggered into the sheriff's office with a bullet in his chest, claiming he was shot in Southside Park. Later, he admitted a friend shot him while they were examining a gun. Now he's implicated in the burglary. Rogers and Mac Alexander are going to see what they can get out of him. Dan, you know this man that shot himself or said another fellow shot him? We've got some more additional information on this boy, and we're going over to talk to him now. You want to come along? You and Rogers go in. Right. Fine, yeah. Hello there. How are you? Fine. How are you? How's that bullet? They ever taken it out yet? No. Is it bothering you? No. Well, we've got a little information here in which we uh, understand that you're involved in uh, a burglary here in town, at least one that we know of. Want to know if you want to tell us about it? I don't know nothing about it myself. That's why I have, these cops told me that I was involved in one, but I don't know nothing about no burglary. Well, we have your partner in. He admits it, and he names you as his accomplice. Well, I can't help what my partner say, uh... I haven't don't know what he's talking about myself. Everything else he has told us has checked out uh, to be the truth. I wouldn't know why I wouldn't know why he would have implicated me. He's never been mad at you, has he, or want to cause you any trouble? I wouldn't know that. Where'd you get those guns? Like as I told as I told a cop of the day um, that we posted out, we bought them right there. Where'd you buy them? My guy. What guy? I don't know him. Whereabouts did you buy him from? Down on Fourth. Fourth where? Fourth, fourth, fourth between L and Capitol. Was he a white man or a colored man? He was a colored man, about about thirty-seven, I guess. What was his weight? I guess he weighed about hundred eighty, something like that. How tall was he? About your size. What was he wearing? I wouldn't pay no attention to what he was wearing. How much did you give him for the guns? I give him $35 for both. both. Who was with you at the time that you bought them? Me and this, uh, my partner supposed to be. You didn't buy the guns, did you? Yeah, I bought them. Your partner, he implicates you as the one in on the burglary as well as the guns. I can't say what I can't, I can't what my partner say. Well, why should he get you and finger you on this job? He could have kept his mouth shut, too. I can't with my partner. He was with you at the time of the shooting. So was lots more people with me at the time of the shooting. But what do you want these guns for in the first place? You're not supposed to possess a gun. As like guns. How come your partner said that uh, uh, you say you gave $35 for the guns and your partner says he gave $7 for the gun? I can't help what my partner said. He was he wasn't 
He was there at the time, but he wasn't in his right mind. What do you mean, not in his right mind? Well, we had been drinking a little bit. Well, even if you did uh, buy the guns, as you say, uh, that small price that you gave for them, doesn't that indicate to you that they were probably hot, stolen guns? No. They in new condition like that? No. It doesn't? Have you been working? Yes, I work. Once in a while. Where? I was working down a car lot. Car lot doing what? Washing cars. What uh, kind of a salary did you get down there? Dollar hour. And you could afford to go out and buy uh, two guns for $35? Or not. Money's made to spend, isn't it? Why did you buy these guns? Buy somebody I wanted to give one of them to. Well, how about the other one? I was going to keep one of them. Why? As I said before, I like guns. That's not a very good reason. You know that yourself. That's the best reason I think of at the time. People buy what they like, isn't it? Well, that's rather hard for us to believe. You know, uh, you lied to us at first about uh, being shot in the park. Then you changed your story to getting uh, uh, shooting yourself. Then you changed it again to getting accidentally shot when you, were, you and your friend were playing with those guns. Now, as I said before, what he has told us about this burglary has checked out. And he names you as his partner. Now, who do you think we, we're going to believe? You don't believe him properly. I think we will. We have no alternative. Uh, what's he charged with now? Violation of parole and burglary. This man, although he had been implicated in a burglary by his associate, steadfastly denied the crime. He did, however, admit possession of a gun, which, as an ex-convict, placed him in violation of the law as well as in violation of his parole. The case is still pending. I sincerely hope that you have enjoyed your ride with Unit 99 tonight and that you will join us for another tour of duty. This is Unit 99 in Sacramento, California. These on-the-scene tape recordings were provided by the Sacramento Police Department and were made on duty by Sergeant Dan Meredith in Unit 99. Your host is Chief James V. Hicks of the Sacramento Police Department. Be with us when once again you will hear... Sacramento Police. Unit 99, are you in the clear? Unit 99 to KMA 907. Unit 99, Sergeant Meredith, 909, in service, on the air. Unit 99 with Sergeant Dan Meredith in service on the air. We'll be heard again next week at this same time and over this same station. Join us then for another interesting on-the-spot report of actual happenings as they were tape recorded by members of the Sacramento Police Department. The events described are real. The voices of the people heard are the actual voices of those involved in the police investigation. Police officers, detectives, victims, suspects. These are not actors. These are the actual people involved. Unit 99 is a presentation of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. Mm -hmm.